speaking somewhere in Florida again. So. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> this is Phil Stevens. You're on Iron Radio. I am a coach, powerlifter, Highland Games athlete, and maker of many things for people in the strength and conditioning field. This is Coach Durrell. I am in, well, yeah, I'm the only strength field, official strength field gym now. Yeah. I'm um, Coach Weightlifting, Coach Powerlifting, Strongman, Track and Field even. Just all around performance folks. Performance specialist. Well, we will we will cover this topic and then shut the fuck up about it for six months. The uh, <laughs> since the last show, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. It's a good game, controversy, but I think it was just controversy by a few Eagles fans because their player even came out and said, "Yeah, I held him. I was hoping they didn't catch it." <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> that's the part that kills me. Is I don't know why people are mad about that part because. There were worse. He was like, yeah, I got him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I totally did it. Yeah. And, uh, I held him twice, but, uh, yeah. They, I mean, there were worse calls in that play. I mean, more controversial calls like that. The, the no catch catch on the sideline, that was here nor there. I mean, it was, you could call that either way. And then, the the, in my eyes, catch that was a fumble that was ruled a non catch, but, like that play, if it was on the sideline or in the end zone, it would have been a touchdown. Therefore, that should have been a catch and fumble. Like two feet down, moved, hit, ball comes out. But hey, whatever. In the end, we won. So uh, I took the family down to the parade. A million people standing around screaming, drinking beers. Uh, <laughs> it was cool. What I liked about this one, I mean, it kind of – if you were short, it would suck because, like, 80% of the players just got off the bucking buses. And they were walking around and in the crowd and shit like that. So well, that was kind of cool to see. But if you were a short person, you couldn't see shit. So I had to hold my son on my shoulders the whole time. And, yeah, we had a good time. A little chilly, but, uh, yeah, like I said, it was it was cool. And then seeing... uh. They had Tech Nine come up and play and stuff like that. We did not, did not go to the end of the parade where like 750,000 people were. We were on the streets with the other 250,000 people. I wasn't even going to attempt that. I was like, oh, hell no. My Odin had gone, but it was a good time. So Mike is talking in the conference in Florida. So he's away again. Should be back next week. We are going to uh, talk about the CrossFit Open. Apparently, that started. I've been under a rock as far as CrossFit goes. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't catch it either until somebody brought it up yesterday. So, <laughs> how does the so there's? I thought they did away with the Open. No, it's just they did away with regionals, but it's, oh. it's just really pared down now. So it's only three weeks. So it's only three workouts. Okay. So three workouts for most people, then if you make it to that second round, then it's another, I don't know what it is, three to five workouts that are online. Gotcha. So it's like there's a initial 
getting rid of everyone phase and then then like a I would call it maybe like a professional open. I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Open part two. Yeah. It's a chipper, it looks like. A small one, but 14 minutes of 63-calorie row, 50 toes to bar, 40 wall ball shots, 30 cleans, 20 muscle-ups. It's the muscle-ups. That's what's going to kill them. It's always the <laughs> muscle-ups. They put that in fucking round one. People are like, fuck. Because <laughs> that's what kills most people in the open. Um, I went ahead and throw that on one. And you were telling me that apparently even – they always do a video for this where they have, like, their professionals, like, do the first round and show people how it's done. And apparently even at that level, they had the girls do it, and then it didn't count because they loaded the bar wrong. Yep. So, yeah, so. they had, like – so, yeah, they, and I don't know, I think they just left a, I think you need fives to make a 95 on a girl's bar, and they just left yeah. those off. And then they had to announce, like, yeah, we messed up, but, but their workouts didn't count. So, Ugh. so but, that, and here's the thing, somebody said that to me, like, oh, they, I'd be so mad. I was like, they they always repeat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they, they do always, one and then do another one. <clears throat> yeah, they always repeat it anyway. Yep. So it's like, like, I don't have anything. To, I mean, I, I feel bad. It's like a terrible thing, essentially. If it was like the only thing. Yeah. And then yeah, you have to like, yeah, then something like that. But they always repeat it. Like everyone repeats it and they always get like a higher post, a higher score the second time around for the most yeah. part. Yep. Because you get to go home and just do it around your, you know, yep. friends with Friday Night Lights and all that stuff. So have your, your best friend coach that shaves a few seconds off for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or, you know, isn't really <laughs> judging, judging, you know. Yeah. So. So. Ah, good times. Is that, what, did they kick off yesterday? Is that right? Uh, yeah, so they did the announcements the day before yesterday, so Wednesday. Yeah. Or, yeah. I think the announcement was Wednesday, and then they have yeah. until Monday to post scores and such. The leaderboard going on here. I do not notice. Not that I know, but there's like four or five people that I would recognize, and I do not see them on the list at all in the leaderboard. So, we got Americans yeah, first. People, yeah, That's all that matters. That I've, <laughs> that I've even seen are, are new faces, so I don't yeah. even know any of the people. 380 reps is first. What the hell? How do you get 380 reps? If it's an AMRAP. It's an AMRAP. Oh, the last thing is a... Well, it's, Yeah, but you can start back over and get back oh, to the rower. Oh, okay. You go back to the rower again? I guess. Yeah, so so it's not for time. It's just like... Oh, fuck. That sucks. So you, oh. yeah, the people get... I mean, the people who are going to do well in this are going to get... Let's see, so 14 minutes. I'm not as good at doing the math on this anymore, but I'll get, like, almost back to the muscle-ups again. Like, Holy shit. So, Yeah, I'm out, man. <laughs> yeah, the fastest guys will get there, right? 
So we got 385 reps as the top guy, 380 reps as the top woman. So pretty close there. You guys are doing, you have people doing some kind of a strength guild version of the CrossFit Open? What do you got going on there? Yeah, so all I do is, I mean, I just replace any of the skill stuff and then um, with some sort of base strength movement. Like, uh, I mean, I think I just replaced this with, like, strict pull-ups. Gotcha. Which, what kills me, I feel like that would eliminate the same amount of people. <laughs> so, oh, probably would, yeah. <clears throat> but I know they don't want that. That's, um, but so I just do strict pull-ups. I mean, the wall balls and stuff are fine. I kind of like those just for, like, you know, GPP and conditioning anyway. So I'll program them in my, in my main program. But, yeah, it's the, the row. Um, everything else is fine on there. Like the cleans, I just make power cleans, and sometimes I'll make it heavier for people. Then I coach people to do it. Like, don't do it like a crossfitter. It's like, be cool, like, chill, like, you know. We know kind of where you're at with things. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, like, that's the one mistake a lot of people make is not understanding where they're at athletically and when they start the open. Yeah. And they're like, in their mind, they're going to the games, but. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to the games. They're on their first muscle up or something, you know. What, always it's like, yeah, me. you're probably not going to get 20 breaths. I have not attempted one CrossFit workout in my life, but <clears throat> what always killed me was like we had a somebody videoed me doing this toes to bar. I think it was at Jesse Burdick's gym, and they had me do toes to bars. And I've got long fucking legs, so it was more of an ankle to bar, and apparently that doesn't count. And like literally, I could not get my feet to the bar without like pulling my knees into my chest. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Yeah. So you're out. Uh long ass person. It's uh that's a tough one. You got short legs, oh, man. Yeah. You're you're in. But uh <laughs> Yeah. So <clears throat> but I don't know anything else going on in the the world of lifting besides the we got the Arnold coming up, which we've talked about a little bit. I'll be going to that. Like I said, me and Jim will be at uh Matt Vincent's booth at some point on Friday. I'll announce a time. Knowing Jim, we'll probably announce it like Thursday. Uh, so we have plenty of time to promote it uh, 24 hours prior. But, uh, it'll be interesting. Going to go battle the big fucking train train explosion cloud in Ohio. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how close is that to... Uh... I don't know. It's downstream in the river, but uh, so I don't know if it's affecting Columbus at all at this point. I talked. Did they one... tell you if it was? Oh fuck no, no. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm just not going to drink the tap water. So and it's, and it's the Arnold, so it's like yo. <clears throat> I mean, you guys are on enough chemicals anyway. It probably is fine. Yeah, exactly. Fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't even look up. I. Palestine to Columbus, Ohio. I better look, see how close I am in relation. Oh, it's three hours away, man. We're good. Oh, yeah. Right wind's time. blowing. The wind's and it's and it's east of us, so the wind generally blows to the east. So we'll be fine. But yeah. 
No, I, I didn't even someone. think about that until you <laughs> mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, right when the Arnold's happening. So I talked to Jim and them about it. They're like, yeah, we don't hear much about it at all. They're like, it, there's zero coverage here. I was like, huh, yeah, surprising. But, <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll head down there for that. Get things going on. We're in the midst of wrestling season here. My son had his first uh, wrestling match last weekend. He was he was excited coming in and then petrified for his first match. Uh, <laughs> he, he was just nervous as hell and uh, did not do well his first match. Uh, he just didn't know all the rules uh, as far as even going out there and putting a, the band on his leg and everything and uh, just pretty flustered. But by match two, he did. Uh, he was good. He was good. And uh, he did lose his second match, but it came down. He lost by like a point and went all three rounds. So not bad for first ever time as a seven-year-old. And he was wrestling a larger eight-year-old. So we've got another match tomorrow. Uh, it's fun. It's fun getting, and that's why, I mean, people ask me why I closed the gym down. And this is a large part of it. Uh, to be more involved in my children's athletic endeavors. So my daughter's a boxer and she also wrestled this season and went varsity as a, as a freshman. And then my son started up his wrestling and he'll be back into boxing once this is over and then, uh, push him into football and things like that. Just get going. And that's, that's where the first, huh? This is the first full generation to like have women's wrestling, like as a Mm -hmm. main sport. It is. And it's huge. Like, because just, I don't know, four years ago, I was training girls at the school my daughter goes to, and they had to wrestle guys, pretty much. There was no, like, women's team. And now, I think she has, like, 14, 15 girls on her team. And you go, and they have, like, their own, like, all the matches of hers we went to, they run two gymnasiums, and there'll be just hundreds of girls in one gymnasium. So, yeah, it's pretty sweet. The uh, The female wrestling has gone up. Immensely, and it's gaining popularity. So, uh, my daughter did real well, and the main reason is she's been into strength and conditioning since she was two. So, uh, she was generally stronger than the people, so she was able to pull off some wins in varsity, even though she's wrestling against girls that have been doing it much longer. But uh, just being stronger helped quite a bit. Sometimes you can trump that skill with superior strength. At a lower level, that doesn't tend to happen much at the very elite level. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, that's that's the main reason I shut the gym down is just being more involved with my children's sports, and that's why I'm you know my son is very interested in football, so I'm turning my attention more back to football, strength and conditioning, things like that. Kind of leading, the, going the way of Windler, you know, and helping helping teams and helping and things like that so i've been fun been fun and just a nice nice change of pace but still deal with the power lifters and stuff still have a lot of uh clients online that are doing that but still do it myself uh, oh other than that man not a lot not a lot going on in the world of of strength any topics on your mind that we should cover News or otherwise? Uh, <laughs> not, in the, not in the news. I think um, 
because all the the world stuff is is kind of ramping down. We'll probably pick back up with the Pan Ams here for weightlifting. Like the those kind of international meets will be the next quote unquote bigger thing. But we have essentially until like the summer before things kind of start popping off in that. Yeah. I saw an interesting thing Dave Tate was talking about, and it's something I've talked to people about a lot uh, on one of his table talk shows, and that was training for strength sports, <clears throat> training for strength sports, um, people that are on performance enhancing drugs versus people that are not on performance enhancing drugs. And like the resounding viewpoint of people that are ignorant to it is that most people on drugs uh, work more. Like it allows them to do more work and things like that and recover more. And this is what I've seen in the sports. And that was his take too. He said, number one thing that he's noticed is that uh, people that are on performance enhancing drugs they fuck up their training more by trying to do as much volume as people that are not. He said, and and he doesn't know why. Uh, he said the only thing you can think of is you're just recruiting more shit and uh, you're able to tax your muscles more uh, faster and things like that. He said, but in general, people that are on drugs, if they try and do the same volume needed for a raw lifter, they fucking go backwards. So... And I think that's the number one thing I've seen with people that I've dealt with that, that choose to go that path is uh, they get on drugs and they do too much shit. Um, it's not a ticket to just fucking go batshit crazy. You know? And uh, they get burnt out. I thought that was interesting. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I, mean, I haven't worked with a ton of... Um really people on but i've always always known that was the case because uh basically coach bros set me straight on this when i was talking to him like back in the day basically is that and if you see like the bulgarian guys who are like on right Mm -hmm. you watch if you look at their training program it's usually like work up to a heavy single like if you see their actual output, yeah, you know, two or three sessions a day or whatever, depending on the athlete working up to a heavy single and then like three sets of three on the drop sets or something like that. Like really, you know, not a whole lot of volume. Yeah. But coach Rose was all about a ton of volume. Like when you work up to a heavy single, you'll do, you know, 50 plus reps of squats in a session plus 30 plus reps is a snatch and then, you know, same on clean and jerk, a little bit less on clean and jerk. And then either squat again or, you know, so it's just a lot more yeah. volume in that right around 70 to 80% range versus like you could get away with that. Like uh, you're a high level, you know, lifter in the Bulgarian system and you're on probably plenty of stuff like that, that top set, you know, that will probably work out just fine. Yeah. You know, it's not, we're doing like six sets of 
like six sets of three is probably a high volume workout. Well, six by three at like 80%, right? Yeah. That's not kind of a, that's a very taxing workout for someone who's on. And even then you could probably eliminate a few of those sets or make them a little bit lighter. But you just don't need as much volume. It's this, yeah. And I this think this is, you know, essentially in his game. So. And I don't know if it's it runs down. The only thing, I mean, this is just me guessing, but uh, the performance-enhancing drugs, I mean, there's no question it does drastically increase protein synthesis. So, therefore, it could increase how fast you repair on a physical, like a muscular level. But I think what people ignore is that, like there's no there's no drug for your central nervous system and other parts of recovery like that. So I think that's where a lot of people messed up is all of a sudden they're I think a lot of people get on shit and then they double what they were doing before because physically they're recovering from it. Um like, oh fuck, I I'm not sore. You know, a day later they're just not sore. And but other parts of their system aren't recovered especially tendons and things like that. And that's where you start seeing like tendon ruptures and crap like that, because you get, they're, they're gaining all this fucking muscle much faster than they, they would naturally. And, uh, whereas those ligaments and tendons and things don't, don't increase that fast. And you see this weird downward spiral after a, they get this boost initially, like, fuck dude's getting jacked. Dude's getting strong. And then, Oh, dude's blowing shit up. You know, and uh, <clears throat> it's a, I've had to fight with people that are that decide to go that route, and uh, like, no, it doesn't. It's like literally just do as much volume as we were doing before, you know, and uh, it's still a slow process. I think it's, and I think that's also why you see it in powerlifting uh, nowadays, which I've talked about numerously, numerous times. It's a, uh, we see a lot of those shining stars coming up real fast. Like, oh, here comes fucking Joe Smith or whatever. Uh, and all of a sudden, some no-name dude is on the scene real close to breaking world records. And then they're fucking gone because they're just tore to shit. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're, they destroy themselves so much faster because they're than, than the guys in the past that still took. Like Ed Cohn is a good one to point out. His, his lifting career was like 20 years. And there was slow progress over that 20 years. Uh, he still took a long-term approach to it, even though, I mean, there's no question Ed was on drugs. Uh, he got popped like three times and banned by the <laughs> band. So, I mean, I don't think he was on the amounts that people take now. But uh, <clears throat> I think that's a mistake people think. They think they can fast-track this shit, and you can to a certain extent. I mean, it doesn't. There's no denying that drugs help. But... uh you still have to take the, a, a longer-term approach if you want to have the longevity of your career. And I think that's what makes greats. I mean, that's uh, the Super Bowl just happened, but we can use it as a great – like, you can use Tom Brady as a great example. There's been plenty of amazing quarterbacks that came out and did it for one or two years. But it's those people like him that do it for 23 years. That's how you become a GOAT. Same thing with Ed. You know, he wouldn't be shit if he won one world championship. He won 
numerous world championships and broke numerous records over and over again. That's what it's 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 greatness plus longevity that turns you into a greatest of all time. So, and I think people forget that. So you say you get more more per rep, or you get essentially more quote unquote gains per rep. Yeah, I think, on, and that's what Dave was trying to say in his thing. He's like, he wasn't sure, but he said that's the only thing he can think of is that you're getting, you're doing more per rep to your body. And, and, and so, so you can shave some reps off there if you're, you know, on, well, quite a few actually. Yeah. Or like, uh, like a, a workout like that, that I just described, working up to a heavy single and then doing like, two or three drop sets would not be enough for uh, really a natural, any natural lifter that I've like worked with. Yeah. Like, so, but for someone like a Bulgarian lifters and part of that, I thought was, well, I used to think at least it was just that the weights were higher, but it's only like, you know, I think it's 20%. It's like 20% higher than, you know, like our, you know, drug tested guys. Yeah. And so I can only guess, I mean, but there's also the case of like, when you talk to people that have been on, especially some of the orals, like, and Arnold talks about it when he starts talking about the pump and he relates it to, you know, basically having sex. Uh, the massive pump that people get from being on uh, certain compounds, I mean, that might be some of it too. It's just the the tissue damage that you're able to do in a short amount of time uh, just might be that much greater. And yeah, you're doing the same work, but, and who knows? I mean, I know you're like over time when you're on gear, it's like the amount of androgen receptors and stuff you have increase and you could just be, this is something that science nerds will have to dive into. But, I mean, maybe you're just more neurally efficient as far as, like, firing the number of muscle fibers at a time type of thing going on. And you're just exhausting yourself at a much greater rate under yeah. under even close to the same loads. But I don't know. I mean, it's all just speculation at this point. But uh, that's one of the things where it's like – that's one of those reasons why practitioners need science, like – Right now, like Dave's saying, he's like, I don't know why it fucking happens. I just know it does because I've seen it a thousand times. You know, uh, I don't care what science says. It's happening. And that happens a lot in strength condition. It happens in every field. It's like some fucking scientific study will come out and say that, like, wearing a suit, like that stupid one that I always bitched about on this show, uh, I think it was like Oklahoma State University or some shit came out with a study that told us that wearing a fucking squat suit made you stronger. Like, made you move more weight. No shit. Really. It's like, we could have fucking, the guys on the street here could tell you that. Um, there's always dumb little studies done like that, that, like, the practitioners can tell you, yeah, we've known that for 25 years. Uh, we didn't know the exact ins and outs of it, and that's one of the cases here. Like, we don't know why it's happening, but all the practitioners can tell you that, yes, it is happening. And does it matter why? Not really. Could somebody use it, figure out why, and use it as their dissertation? Sure. Go ahead, you know, use it as your doctorate. So, I mean, where is it? In the, in the 
in the grand scheme of things, the practitioners don't really give a shit why. And your average athlete, uh, your average athlete doesn't care. They don't have the bandwidth to even care why it's happening. Um, I mean, I can say that about most things. I mean, most, when you start getting to elite athletes, most of them don't care why on anything. Like, eat chicken and rice. Why? They don't fucking care. They just want to know it works. You know, they just, they, they don't have the bandwidth to even worry about that. They're too busy worrying about being the best. They just want somebody to tell them, do this, it'll work. Okay. You know, I mean, fuck, they'll eat liver. Liver King proved that. How many fucking people did he talk into eating liver and doing bullshit like that? <laughs> the athletes don't give a shit. They just want results. So, but, uh. Yeah, you know what enhances the the potency of eating liver or testicles and all that? It's just drugs. <laughs> yeah, if you take drugs, liver is ten times more effective. So, liver uh, king. He kind of dropped off the map. That. that that whole controversy went away real fast, and now he's just gone. So. But I mean, you know what he's gonna do though? He's gonna come back with some other shit, like oh, you yeah. know, because anyone who commits to this grift, essentially, it's like now you you gotta make your money while you can, while like get it real fast, or you just gotta commit to the grift, like a you know, like a Ty Lopez, you know what I mean? Like yeah, those kind of guys where they, you know, they just it's just the next thing, it's thing after thing after thing. Yeah, and there'll be something else, you know, like uh, he might even switch industries too, because if you're just like really just being jacked gives you like instant credibility in like even like finance stuff. People be like, oh, yeah. let's say he cleans up, and he's like, oh, I got, I'm also a millionaire, and it's not like he's, he, you know, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to necessarily approach the idea of, well, I'm a millionaire because I, you know. Said I was doing these things, but I was doing really I was doing these things. The next grift. Well, yeah. he's just preparing it. I'm sure because if you commit to it, you know that's basically who you are. From yeah, or maybe he's doing some deep soul searching. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think so. I'll I'll give that as an option. Like you know, and want to give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe or something. I don't. Know. I don't like that whole thing was weird. Yeah. Whole thing. And people saying like, oh, he's generally sorry about it. No, he's fucking not. He's sorry he got caught. <laughs> you know, that's generally what happens when people get caught. They're, they're real sorry. They're not sorry they did what they did. They're oh. sorry they fucking got caught doing what they're doing. Um, whereas I don't know. I, I don't get it. If, if people would just be honest from the start, he would still have fucking followers. Like, like but if he just came as out, bad. Huh? Or as much as, not as no, much. No, not as much. But no, no, yeah. of course not. Of course not. I mean, he had people tricked him. There was like numerous fucking professional sports athletes that came out like this motherfucker had me eating liver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> like even they were caught up in it. So, uh, yeah. but, but I mean, honestly, if he came out and like, if he could ate nothing but liver and testicles and fucking like, said, I'm on all this shit, and my blood values are still good or some shit. People were like, oh, fuck, wow, okay. 
because that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing people worry about when they're on shit is just side effects and things like that. So if he could figure out a way to fucking combat that, then, hey, this is amazing. But, yeah. yeah. That, that shrinks the pool down to users, one. Yeah, exactly. So then you got... You got to sell the fantasy that you could have these abs. And also, I saw someone who was, and I have no idea if this is the case, but I know it's been going around for sure, is like ab implants. Oh, yeah. And someone was speculating that he had ab implants on stuff. And it's like, I wouldn't put it past I mean, this is, this is like, you know, people used to kind of roast or like make fun of like, oh, this is like women and all the stuff they do for like makeup and all that stuff. Yeah. We're getting as bad for dudes. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's been around a long beard. time. Fucking Lou Ferrigno had calf implants. Like he was one of the first. Like he couldn't yeah. get big enough calves. So he fucking got calf implants to try and win the Olympia. Like, that was back in the fucking early 80s. So, the shit's been around. It's just even more prevalent now. But Or fucking that stupid-ass fat of the fuckers that use synthol and have arms as big as my leg. You know, and look like a fucking freak show. But uh, Those I never understood because they always look like floaties to me. Oh, yeah. They look like somebody just filled them up literally with silicone. You know, it doesn't look... Like, there's no muscle. No, it's just puffy-ass skin. You know, uh, I don't get that. There's those dudes that have, like, 38-inch arms. It's like, Jesus Christ. But then you, the rest of their body doesn't look like they've trained a day. And they have these huge fucking arms. But, yeah, I don't get it. Like, you never see anybody, like, do synthol on their upper back. Like, to have huge fucking traps and shit. Like, oh, fuck, look at that dude. No, it's always, like, arms. Like, curls for the girls, baby. I'm going to have huge fucking arms. I can't even feed myself anymore, but I look fucking good. So, yeah. Yeah, there's no yeah. new news lifting. The top story is still fucking Lou getting popped for doping. <sighs> Man. Somebody's doing somebody's doing a documentary about, you know, or I shouldn't documentary, but like a little biopic. I think it's a weightlifting house. If I'm mistaken. It's like called the rise and fall. And it's like, he didn't fall, right? Like, he was still qualified for that world championship. And, yeah. like, he's 40 years old almost. Yeah, that's pretty. He had a long fucking career for a weightlifter. It's not a fall, <clears throat> considering, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those. And weightlifting is like, at the top level, it's kind of a wink, wink. Like, yeah, we know we got, it's not, they're not over overcoming the drug situation. Yeah. Matter of fact, when Lou started this training cycle, he was snatching and deadlifting like embarrassing numbers. Like, yeah. like 150 kilo deadlift. Like, so 330 snatch grip deadlifts. Yeah. Compared to, I'm pretty sure he's got videos out there doing 600, you know, for pulls on clean pulls anyway. Yeah. But it's like, he's not, you know, they're, drugs are awesome. Like they work, dude. Like they work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Really I mean, that's, yeah. There's a reason why everybody gets so popped. Like yeah. And so it's like I'm like, he didn't fall. He just got popped. They were tired of him getting so many wins. So yeah. hopped him for peptides, and then just he'll, you know, fade. He'll probably become a coach or something in there. That's how their system works. Is like. Yeah. You are a lifter, then you become a coach and all that stuff. So, 
what I'd like to see somebody pull off is like the uh, the old training hall videos that Iron Mind did back in the late nineties. Like, yeah. if somebody could get access and do more of that, like just just shut the fuck up and sit in a corner of the Chinese team for like two years and take videos and figure out what the fuck they're doing and all over the world. I mean, that's honestly the bad thing is is like sixteen people will buy it, but it's pretty awesome <laughs> fucking videos. You know that that series was pretty cool seeing the. Bulgarian training training halls and stuff, and uh, we'll see. Hook grip, I thought was kind of on that track, maybe twenty twenty tens ish. Yeah, because he would have the training hall videos with, but it was just just at um, you know the worlds and stuff. But yes, yeah, I didn't get access to their actual. So yeah, they uh, Strawson. He's probably yeah. the one who yeah was around all the teams just yeah man. and he got like unlimited access it was pretty cool <clears throat> seeing that stuff it'd be neat neat if somebody got in and did more of that but uh, maybe we can just send a fucking balloon over there to China and sneak it into the training hall <laughs> like just float it over there secretly but yeah I don't know man other than that like not a lot going on I'm I'm training. Got to pick out a meat sometime soon. I'm fucking old, man. Uh, aches and pains, but we'll see. I got another competition or two left in me. Highland <laughs> game season's coming up. It's starting to warm up. We'll get ready for that. I've started to enjoy that more, as long as I don't blow my fucking plantar fascia. That shit was horrible. But <clears throat> So you guys got nothing coming up as far as weightlifting competitions until... Later this summer. Uh, I mean, I have Masters Nationals. Is, we're a month out from that. Oh, okay. Where's that I'm at this year? Philly. Philly? Oh. Yes, sir. I see. I, yeah, they I got all my Chiefs gear ready. See, we need to make you guys singlets with just fucking Chiefs all over it. All <laughs> up into Philly. Just whole outfits. <laughs> Getting all kinds of barroom brawls. So. <laughs> <laughs> They just need <clears throat> some shirts to say, like, yeah, we did it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So, right, I suppose, suppose we'll call it a couple minutes early today. Mike should be on. I think uh, I'll try and line up some guests. You were talking about Sean Henry, things like that. I need to reach out. I know uh, Dan Bell reached out to me long ago, not long ago. He wants to meet up and drink some beers at the Arnold. I'll try and line up some people there. Maybe get Jim on again. So start getting some uh, some interviews coming on. Do you still close with talk to Coach Bros at all? Uh, I mean, every now and again, but he's he's been like traveling a whole bunch and all gotcha. kind of stuff like that. So it'd be a fun one to get on. We'll see if we can get so. it on. All right. Well, we'll call it a day and uh, come back at y'all next week. <laughs>